Hello mate, I'm Governor B and you're listening to The Lost Tapes. In 2017, my dad passed away unexpectedly and I realised shortly after that I wasn't well equipped to deal with or process grief. I'm still on that journey, but one thing that's helped is talking to people that have also experienced loss. They may not be able to take away my pain, but it's helpful to know that there are people out there who might have been through similar struggles and emotions that I've faced. On this podcast, I talk to guests about their experience of losing someone or something that they love. Today I'm speaking to professional footballer Jordan Spence about losing his football club. Jordan has had a great career playing for clubs like West Ham United and winning promotion in an MK Dons team which included Deli Alley. He speaks to us about being released from his football club. At the time of recording, he hadn't found another team yet. When you look back over your career, does a certain song resonate with you? Like a song that you might use to pump yourself up for a game or if ever you've been in charge of the iPod at full time. <laughs> like what would you say is a song that would go on the theme track of Jordan Spence's football career? I don't know, that's an interesting question. Um, I'll think about it while I kind of riff uh, on that in terms of the iPod in the dressing room. That's just like, I don't know, like there obviously is a, there's a, there's a t- certain type that can take that on because you have a a really wide and vast demographic at which to um, mm. at which to please. Uh, it's a responsibility that I've never taken on mainly because pre-game I probably listened to some what would be referred to as more melancholic music. Actually, okay. um, don't take that time to to listen to like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. anything that's necessarily up, hugely up tempo. Uh, but a song. That would best describe the career. Gosh, at this, <laughs> at this stage, um, it could be the Titanic theme tune. <laughs> no, it's quite interesting to know what you think about the public perception of footballers because I've been thinking about this a bit lately and it seems as though when a footballer comes out, it could be anyone, Paul Pogba, David Beckham, whoever, and they've got a certain problem, the public perception can sometimes be, well, those aren't real problems because you're earning loads of money and your life's not that bad because you're a footballer. What do you think the, the public perception of a footballer is? Do you feel like you're at liberty to openly express the things that you struggle with? Um, I mean, I guess that's a, that's a good and complex question. We could probably spend the remainder of the hour <laughs> discussing potential reasons why that could be difficult or, or why that maybe is an issue or is a good thing um, now in 2019. But I think initially it's because it's just obviously such a well-coveted mm. job amongst the, the population. And even for those that don't cover it, their understanding of it is that you get paid um, a lot of money yeah. um, to do something that a lot of the population just do for recreational activity (laughs) and fun. Um, And that is all somewhat true. Um, I also always add that the stereotype of professional footballers is, is there and doesn't describe everyone, Mm. but there's a reason why it's there, right? You know, like like a lot of stereotypes. Um, And therefore, um, therefore, I can understand certain frustrations with certain behaviours of, of professional footballers, but it's it's way more complex than that. You've got to look at um, how much money certain individuals earn yeah. at such a young age before they've even begun to understand um, 
the importance of uh, their finance and what it can do for others, what it can do for themselves, what it can do in amongst the community. Yeah. Uh, you've also got to understand that there's not only the money, but also the, um, the, ex- the exposure um, that comes with it and mm. the people that want to not only attach themselves to you, whether it be in close circle, but just extended circle, obviously visibility with regards to social media. And then to add on to that, there's the fact that we're human beings. <laughs> yeah. Um, and <laughs> I think everybody has probably fallen foul to watching sport or something on TV and shouting at individuals if they're not, or observing something in a newspaper as if they're not, or just looking at stuff at the internet. I think that yeah, the, 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 the greater connectivity that we have, we've lessened our, we have a less, less empathy and less understanding. Um, and so therefore you can't go, oh, Maybe they were thinking this or that. Like yeah. at the end of the day, if I'm somebody, quite yeah, of if, watching yeah, the TV, we all are. Yeah. And if someone misplaces a pass on television, yeah, like no one sits there and goes, "But he was trying to dig yeah. it." Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like, "Oh, that was so easy." Or whatever. Yeah. But in relation to to, to people um, who have a platform and want to share it, uh, and not share it, but share thoughts, and I think that provided that they, the that they do so, um, and they're providing things that might push for push a, 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 a narrative that needs to be progressed yeah. or even if it's just them expressing themselves like i don't see the problem with it um you see obviously the str- great strides that they've made particularly in the nba with regards to mm. um the whole shut up and dribble campaign um, yeah. as what was kind of leveled at them and stuff that's happened and occurred in those sports and i think just culturally there's a different acceptance to kind of athletes my kind of memory of how i perceive footballers and be switching on Sky Sports, see you guys jocking up and down like really, really slowly mm-hmm. and think, right, they don't actually work that hard until <laughs> I spent a morning training with you during pre-season. We had to effectively run the length of a football pitch about 12 times. I lasted about three times before I had to tap out. <laughs> that was just and you were still getting hard. <laughs> <laughs> you were still getting hard at the, the 12th round and I thought, wow, these guys actually work really, really hard. Yeah, and I think that no one, no, I don't think any footballer is looking for a pat on the back for being fit. You yeah. know, it's like, um, just as well as an accountant's not looking for a pat on the back to be able to add up, you know, like mm. it's part of the, of the job title and part of the job description. Um, I just, yeah, I get it. No one's ever going to understand yeah. what it's like in the, in the same sense that <clears throat> I'm not going to understand what it's like to be in another field. Um, mm. but the human condition's the same. Yeah. If, if, if you can say that, People got an issue because players like for me, my thing is if I'm going to get off the fence and be a little bit less PC mm. um, is don't say that anybody has less or more of a right to do something because of the amount of money that they earn. Yeah. Like let's, let's stop trying to drink mm. from that cup in yeah, regards yeah. to, uh, I think it's the most famous quote of it and probably been rehashed far too many times. But um, when Jim Carrey said like, he wants everybody to get, rich and famous yeah. and see that it's not so the answer see, yeah. you know so it's not the answer to anything yes we un- there has to be an understanding that having a certain degree of financial freedom can make life easier mm. um, in terms of how our world is set up but in terms of fulfilling you as a human being and not meaning that you can take interest in something else yeah. or have an opinion on something else or that it's right for you to be able to get abused in the capacity mm. um or if it's any, like in the yeah it's just that's good it's yeah. good to think about um so let's talk about your journey a little bit um obviously you mentioned you've been playing for quite a while what yeah. was the first club that you signed for 
a professional football club okay. that you signed for? Um, Chelsea, that would have been. So um, they had a satellite centre out here in Loughton. Mm. I played for Ridgeway Rovers. Um, I'd been invited to... Um, got, Ridgeway. <laughs> I'd been invited to go and try, I think, a couple other clubs before that. Arsenal, and they didn't take me. And then... Um, Maybe it was their palaces, maybe maybe as well, somewhere involved. But anyway, Chelsea invited me to Satellite Centre. I trained there for a period of time. And then when I got to the appropriate age for them to be able to sign me to something, I signed and then was there, I think, until I was about 12, 13. Uh, wasn't progressing quite as fast as some of the other players. So then I moved to Fulham. Um, was there for a couple of years did really well kind of got my legs under me as it were yeah got through kind of a little bit of growing and just what have you uh, and then West Ham were keen to take me us as a family were keen for me to go because it was our local team mm. um, and Fulham would have required me to uh, up sticks and, and, and okay. move to the other side of London with the amount of training that there was um, so yeah wound up at West Ham at 15 um, was privileged enough to be given a degree of security in regards to the contract that yeah. um, did you I was to expect. Growing up? Uh, I supported Man United growing okay, up. Cool. Um, I actually got taken to a West Ham game, first game, I think. And then I think it involved it was a fixture that involved Man United. And then after that, that was kind of it for me in that regard. But yeah, obviously I was at West Ham for a very long time. So I have a great affinity with that football club. You said something to me uh, probably about a few years ago now that really resonated with me. Is that that the only one? One of the few things that resonated with me. (laughs) Uh, And you said something along the lines of a bad game doesn't make you any worse than you are. And a good game doesn't make you any better than you are. Yeah, it's kind of like um, there's that, um, there was a guy uh, who in the England youth teams, he was like, um, I think he was probably more like a a welfare kind of officer or type who used to travel with us. Mm. And he always used to bring up the quote that's um, above the tunnel where you walk out Centre Court Wimbledon, um, which ref- uh, I'd I'd absolutely hash it up if I try and break out <laughs> it. But basically just how to regard winning and losing as two imposters. Okay. That they're not they're not the be all and end all in regard to how we should um, look at ourselves or look at our performance mm. or even for that matter, look at um, I say how good or bad we are. So like I said, uh, a good pass doesn't make me a good player. A yeah. bad pass doesn't make me a bad one. And then you can, you can, you can adapt that however. And I think that the wonderful thing about that is I've grown in my journey, just not only as a footballer, but as a person and how that kind of really connects to my faith with yeah. regards to kind of like, there isn't anything that I can do to make me any better. There's a great deal of stuff that I can do that's not helping others around me. However, obviously Jesus prayed to Pice for all those and, and he loves mm. me and he couldn't love me anymore by me being a, a better player or worse yeah. player or what have you. There's like a, quotes are great, but sometimes they're hard to actually oh, yeah. live up. Like, do you and remember we, a time we're bombarded with thousands yeah, a day on Instagram. Exactly. Right? So, yeah. Like when did that quote become, I guess, real for you? Like, do you remember like a, a game where you, you smashed it and everyone loves you or a game that went like really, really badly and you really struggled to, <laughs> to believe remember, that. I can remember plenty <laughs> that have gone badly and they're not that deep in the, uh, in the memory bank. <laughs> but no, not really. I think it's just, I think that's just something that even as we revisit it now, um, I, we constantly have to remind ourselves of, 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 of what it is we, we, we take our value in, mm. um, where we, where we see our identity, I think as, as someone, um, again, uh, as uh, as someone who, who who believes in in God and Jesus and mm. and 
what he's done for me and now where I'm placed within that, I have to con- constantly remind myself my identity, like I said, in regards to when I'm feeling myself and when I'm not, you know. <laughs> but I think as football goes, you go grow with that. Yeah, I think there's times when I've had difficult periods of time. Yeah. Um, and that's certainly been my, my resting place. Mm. Um, uh, and there's potentially been times when I've done particularly well and I probably needed to be reminded for humility's yeah. <laughs> sake and probably wasn't uh, appropriately. But yeah, no, there's not one particular moment, to be honest. Lack of, a lack of confidence isn't one of your weaknesses. It's interesting, actually. I think um, on the exterior, perhaps, mm. and for the most part, I'll back myself. Yeah. Um, but I think um, we all have niggling negative doubt you can, that, that, that runs through our minds. I think um, my issues have always been more less related to whether I think I can do something, but more being afraid to fail. I don't like failure. Yeah. So will I put up the, um, will I put on the stabilizers on this one? Because I don't want to fail. Mm. I just want to be in my comfort zone. And that's obviously not, uh, not, not a place where anything um, great happens. Currently, when it comes to work, I think yeah. the correct term is you're unemployed. Um, well, is that correct? That would be correct. Ipswich did send me a P45, <laughs> which arrived in the post thanking me for my services. So I think that goes down as unemployed. But you can text with, you can you can check with my accountant. <laughs> I don't know what a tax strategy there is for this year, so uh, we'll see. So that feels like not a great place to be. Um, mm. For me, uh, looking at your career a few years ago, extreme high of watching you at MK Don's winning promotion to obviously now the position that you're in. Um, Just talk to us a bit about those last few years and just how it's gone from winning promotion to unemployed and how that's felt for you, I guess. Pretty yeah. open-ended question, but yeah, that's interesting because I wouldn't have even like. I mean, the promotion at MK was cool, was great, uh, mm. but it wasn't. Re- it was yeah, great, something to enjoy. But m- since leaving West Ham, yeah, my singular pursuit has always been to get back there. You know, right, I see. So uh, a leave so on promotion is fun yeah. and is great and is was what it was, but it was just you a didn't step- get carried away. Yeah, it was a step on the journey of where I hope. To, to to get to similarly with obviously um being at Ipswich for those subsequent years since so um being in a position where I don't have a football club I've had I have had a similar experience about three years ago before I joined Ipswich mm. whereby I left MK the right the lots of deals kind of fell through during the summer and then I had this crazy time of just feeling like I was on trial slash getting looked at by a ton of clubs. I went to more than I could name off the top of my head. I was at Wigan for a bit. I was at Rotherham for a bit. I was at Birmingham for a bit. Mm. I was at Ipswich before I went back to Ipswich for a bit. <laughs> Did the rounds. <laughs> yeah. So I've got experience of kind of being in the crosshairs of just the um, unknowing. Um, I think in this situation, I think that's what's quite nice and about talking now and in this moment where like I was saying to someone, someone asked me, oh, how things are, go- how are things going and what's going on? And so I began to ask me questions and I said to the answer to the most common questions that somebody who's not seen you for a little, I would ask from me at the moment are, mm. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My wife's mum says, says something really, really special. She always says that she'd rather heard, uh, us to not be successful but be significant Um, and I think I'm always on the search for the significance that 
I can have or mm. be in these moments because yeah. I, I feel like the whole the 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 pursuit of getting back to where I wanted to be or where where mm. this where this kind of end point might have been may or may not happen. Um, if you were probably to go to Ladbrokes or any other betting site, not to plug one over <laughs> another, as if I'm getting any sort of uh, compensation from another, uh, you would be pretty uh you get pretty good odds to, yeah. <laughs> to kind of predict at this stage whether jordan spence will get back to where he wanted to be but um but that being said i'm just open to whatever the circumstances yeah. will be and um, there's lots of things that i can take joy in um sometimes i think we're just challenged mm. to do what we can do today yeah, yeah. Well. um and my challenge every day is that i haven't got the opportunity to maybe put my diary up in september october Hmm. um november december but i can set about in these next 24 hours to do something that looks like significant work yeah um work that's preparing me for the future end that i desire and then if god brings about the circumstances whereby football club happens Hmm. tomorrow or the next day i can leave that in his hands but i always think that we're I don't want I'm always one of those people like what can I do what can I do now and uh, and sometimes that's where I come unstuck because I'm such a doer you know and sometimes I think God says you're pretty hard on yourself because you've got this pursuit to one day hopefully get back to a club like West Ham do you feel like that's a hindrance on you enjoying the moment because I was quite surprised when you were talking about yeah MK Don's promotion as if it was yeah something cool but you didn't get carried away with it Do you feel like your pursuit to get to a certain level kind of hinders you from really enjoying the moment? That amongst other things. But yeah, that that being one of the things. Yeah, like, Mm. um, yeah, I I do want to enjoy the moment more. And that's something, I think that's one of the, like for a football career as it is, is a short one. Mm. And I think that one thing that I want to learn from mine from this point on, regardless of wherever it takes me, is my ability to to enjoy the moment or the season or wherever i am yeah um and not make it about an end goal but make it about this moment now um and also the acceptance to get to the end of the day and be like you know what i was a <laughs> i was a mess today you know? <laughs> but it's all yeah. right i've got tomorrow you know i need to be able to be more comfortable sitting in that space but not to perpetuate. is there like um an emotion that kind of sums up this stage of your life because when i listen to you speak you got a good head on your shoulders. You're saying some good stuff. You're a man of faith. It's very logical, but I'm aware that, like you say, reality is, yeah, is quite tough. I mean, like, what emotions do you do you struggle with? Like, are you, are you angry? Oh, are you... Okay, we can we can flood those. I think the first <laughs> and the first thing is like, what reason again? Like, because I had to ask Isaac to 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 be on the lost tapes. <laughs> he sent me his one with Nick Brewer, which I'm not sure if it will go before this or go after this. Hopefully it goes. Do you know what? I need to jump in here because But anyway, no, you don't jump you're in. You're a friend, right? Yeah. And it's you're in a very tricky situation. And I don't want to be like Jordan, you're having a really bad time at the moment. This will be great content for my, for my podcast. But yeah, often... but it's, the be- it's the beauty of the struggle, isn't it? It's the beauty of being in the middle of it all because we're always, uh, things are pushed to us when they're kind of done yeah. and over with and even testimony in church. And it's like, awesome, like, like mm. amazing. And, 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 and I build kind of my life on the testimony of others as yeah. well. But like, 
up until this point, however long we've spoken for, I've been talking to myself as much as okay. I've been yeah. talking to anybody else. But in terms of emotion, I struggle when I put on the football and mm. you watch potentially a team that have recently either turned you down or not turned you down. And, <laughs> yeah. you, and if they've both turned you down, who do you want to lose? <laughs> <laughs> they can't both lose. <laughs> um, or, or maybe like my foot, like, and like, yeah, like for instance, like my former team, like, like there's so many, like, people there that uh, I've got a lot of respect for and, and love a lot and want to see them do well. But mm. also there's like this part of you that you can't deny that sometimes you're just like, you don't want something to be better without you. It's like an ex, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's just always that. And I think and how do you, like, how do you deal with those emotions when you feel them? Are they kind of just like in the back of your mind? You're well, aware, they, you're well, feeling I think this the, way? the emotions are there, isn't it? Like yeah. if we're talking about something that's just there, I just, no, I think it's just I, all emotions. I think like we, again, not to be on my soapbox, but, emotions are powerful tools but we need to reclaim mm. our power over them to speak to them so if for instance i turn on the tv and a team that i want to see are losing are losing and i take any joy in that i'll be reminded of the fact that i've got friends there people that i really care about and uh, their success mm. i also see as my success so like just rationalize my emotions yeah just for a second and then they're obviously then just emotions that you feel when it's saturday afternoon i'll Sometimes I don't really sit and watch the football. I try to, no, no, that's say I try to avoid it. I just try to, like, I'm just trying to take the the pleasure and joy in every situation. So yeah. Saturday morning I'll get up, I'll go to the gym, I'll do my work, and then I'll enjoy my Saturday. Saturday's not been a day that I've been able to use for most of yeah. what's been 17 been a long time yeah. years longer long time. I don't know when we played what days we played when we were super young maybe Sundays but yeah so so yeah just reclaim that but yeah feel loads of emotions in that regard you feel mm. the natural human emotions when you kind of like the pride of it all you know when someone asks you oh so what's happening and you want to be like well I could have been there I could have said no to that but it's just yeah. like it's whatever like I said I, I I hope, hopefully I'm getting closer to a stage where I'm done having to prove myself in regard to uh, to other people. Like, less worried about what other people think, man. Yeah. It's, just, it's just, just just try and enjoy the situation I'm in. But part of being a sportsman is being ultra competitive. Mm. And those emotions are what drive you. That's what drives me when I'm um, out doing a tough running set. And yeah. I'm like, you can't do it. I feel like I can't, don't want to do it. And I have to speak to that. And it's like... What look look where you are? You mm. better do it, you know. <laughs> yeah. So it's just that yeah. balance, and I say it's, it's the right time to speak to your emotions and times when you can maybe allow them to to mm. to, to permeate a little bit more, and and they're entirely needed on a football pitch, aren't they? So, and how yeah. long have you been in this position for, where you've been without a club? Because quite interested to find out if you're still optimistic like every day when you wake up are you, are you waiting by the phone for your agent to call you or does your optimism come with a bit of a caveat now that oh it's been a while now man like uh, left Ipswich last summer so what May early May mm. um, and then um, again like most things you get into that situation that summer optimistic it wasn't a great season for a number of accounts num- number of reasons and Fitz got relegated relegated yeah, you didn't, didn't play, play a bunch lot. towards yeah. the end um, so yeah those things happened in May and then 
June comes around and, and you're hopeful of certain things that are maybes, you're on, you, you're on this list, you're on that list, it doesn't come around. Of course, like now, I don't check my phone to see if my agent rung. Um, <laughs> I mean, if, if, he, if, 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 if he rings, he better be ringing some news. <laughs> Not just for a chat. Uh, oh, but, um, like, but I said, I've had an experience of where I didn't sign at a football club till January before. Yeah. Uh, and that worked out amazingly and I had an incredible experience for three years following that. So... I guess optimism. I, I want to feel. I want to say, yeah, I'm optimistic, but no, of course I'm not. Like yeah. the, the 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 circumstances and how they present themselves are suggestive of one of of of, of one not one thing of some things, mm. um, and the reality that I would like to conceive isn't one that would be isn't one that you would ascertain necessarily with like human eyes so therefore i have to put yeah. on different eyes of and a different perspective but with that i put on a different perspective so like i i love like visualization is a huge tool a great thing and and and, and something that obviously people speak about and use i think yeah it's interesting because you have to also um know how and why you're doing it and when it works and what have you but the one thing that the one comment that i'd be looking to make in regard to that is like i'm actualizing a future that i would like yeah but i'm also asking that god's perspective be entirely on that and that mm. if what i'm looking to do isn't what he wants me to do i really really don't want it the great thing about that is i feel like so many people will be able to relate to it because a lot of us are in this space and it doesn't have to be football but yeah. we're just in the middle like yeah. we have our plans our goals but yeah. essentially we don't know what's going to happen yeah. in the future yeah. we're in this middle space and how do we reconcile that with our faith how do we yeah. stay optimistic yeah. how do we not be envious how do we keep moving forward yeah and i guess i could i guess i again to answer your question and stop rambling on i guess is about yeah and i wish i hope to be more optimistic but in that mm. same regard if you talk about life in general and things that are going on and the excitement that i have for not only things that are going on in my life but friends family and people around me i'm super excited mm. like like I, and like i said not to be here being a professional footballer playing my violin for an hour like i've had a <laughs> fantastic existence up until now vocationally and i believe i'll continue to have that regardless of what i do next yeah. but then again to, the first question you asked is why do people have no sympathy for paul pogba or david beckham or whoever mm. it's because they believe that they shouldn't have any problems because of mm. whatever but yeah. they're still human i, I, I still want to know where I'm living next, you yeah. know. <laughs> like, again, you as a footballer, people don't realise you hold that super lightly. You're here one yeah. minute, gone the next. But yeah. cool, that's part of the job. You get again, you some, not everyone, gets compensated well enough to kind of mm. be like, okay, that's whatever. Um, but yeah, I've all those human emotions and wanting to offer stability for for my family and all that sort of things. But again, the great thing is none of us or our group, I don't feel like, or, or you yeah. as, as, a, as, a, as a as a as a friend and others who are friends and confidence mm. like encourage us to think just about like the the comfort of the situation right yeah. it's just always like well well, well what's going to bring about the best end word now you're married to naomi scott who i guess in the last couple of years she's done phenomenally well like from power rangers to aladdin charlie's angels and she's had a great time has that been tough to deal with because your career hasn't gone as well or 
it's not been something that you've thought about? Because obviously when you're married, you're on the same team anyway. She does well, you do well. But is that tough to deal with as the man in the house or anything like that? This is the honest answer. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, no. If mm. anything, think again, and this is... You, this is being honest. I probably take more enjoyment in her successes than my own. Sick. And greater comfort in her hard times than what I have for mine. It's a lot yeah. easier to look in someone else's situation and go, it's going to be all right. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? And um, obviously I said, and, and credit to her, like her hard work hasn't just taken place over the last two years. Yeah, it's, of course. It's been for quite a considerable amount of time and, and endured um, uh, drier, um, drier moments and drier spells. So mm. no, it, the, the honest answer is couldn't be further from the truth. I take more, uh, enjoyment and uh, in seeing her succeed and, and seeing yeah. her doing because early on in her career and what have you she made sacrifices to ensure that we could be yeah. in the same place and 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 she works incredibly hard and all those obvious tacit answers but no I actually find a way of enjoying it far more yeah maybe because I'm not the one doing the work <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no 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 no, no, no couldn't be couldn't be more opposite um i think that's part of the fact because when i'm doing the football or or any area of life i'm on the conveyor belt yeah yeah, like like, like when we mentioned previous things that maybe have happened i'm just on the conveyor belt just doing it and Mm. winning like in all honesty winning just a lot of time in football feels like relief serious just feels like relief yeah it's just like phew because of the pressure that various things can bring the pressure just because you work because you work to win yeah like like you work to win and anything not winning or drawing it away from home at the top of the league team <laughs> is fall short of the goal that you've set yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah. How do you um, like to be supported by the people that are close to you when things are not going well? Because you strike me as like a natural leader. Obviously, you've led in the football field, you're captain England under 17s, under 18s, but also you just strike me as that person that your friends can call, can trust. Jordan's a strong person. He'll give me great advice. He'll encourage me. But like, how do you like to be supported when things aren't going according to plan? Um, we all want to be comforted in ways that we think are best for us, but might not yeah. possibly be best for us. And with regards to that, I mean, that uh, I probably enjoy, um, people reminding me of bigging me up, you know, mm. and I might not re- like, that's not something that I feel like the energy that I give out. Like I want you to, yeah, yeah, yeah. like the energy I probably give out is, oh no, he knows he's all right. Yeah. Oh, he's cool. So hundred percent. I feel that you do give off that energy where yeah. I don't need to worry about him. Like he's yeah. good. But then I appreciate obviously when people praying for me, uh, and there's people that just help me get my mind. Like I like, I would say that I've become just I think like all of us. Like you say like was it us who was having that discussion about when you go to school? Like when you're at school, you just don't want to know nothing, do you? you don't yeah. care for history. You don't yeah. care for any of things. And then now, like uh, mid twenties and beyond, you're just thirsting for information mm. um, in regard to. Oh, I wish I actually listened in French class. I would love to speak <laughs> French, you know. Yeah. Or I wish I listened to history so that when I'm watching TV now, what this story is, it would I'd have greater context for. Um, so, um, so yeah, and I, like I said, my, what I need from other people changes, but I appreciate like, like I said, prayer and and, and people um, reaching out. And I said, I got, I got a phenomenal group of people around me um, yeah. from all walks of life, doing all different things that um, support me um, 
amazingly well. So I wouldn't have a critique for them <laughs> at, at this point in time. But yeah, one of the main things I think would be like, yeah, just encouragement, just the power that there is in encouraging words. Mm. Um, and because uh, like I said, we're bombarded with so much negative that it's just good to reach out and like, I say, you're, you're, you're fantastic. It reminded me of that. Um, and I appreciate every time you do that, mm. that no, no, you're, 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 you're special and you, and, and, and you, have played a role of huge significance in my life. What's funny is I'm often regurgitating some of the stuff you you said to me, but <laughs> it's just nice to be reminded sometimes. Mm. Um, do you feel like there's enough support in terms of the mental health aspect um, in football? Because uh, one of my not so favorite exercises preparing for this podcast was typing your name into Twitter and seeing what Ipswich fans think of you and was a very nice things. Um, but like, that's a lot to deal with, man. Like if you're on social media and you're a footballer and things aren't going so well and sometimes they are, so fans are on your side and then the next week they're not, so they turn on you. It's, it's all very fickle and like, do you get supported in that, in the football world? No, and I, and, I, and it's in, again, it's very layered. It's a very layered issue. So I'll start mm. with the kind of more... <sighs> An analysis of the situation and then get closer to kind of like the more honest personal yeah. response but Twitter and Instagram can take some flack and whatever other things anyone's using <laughs> right now do a in my opinion do a bad job yeah. of policing what lands on their platform mm. what people are allowed to say how an account is actually connected to being uh, to, a, to a human being so they can be held accountable for what they say. Yeah. Um, that's number one. I think we also, as people, do a bad job of analysing the information that's on there. Yeah. How far back do we dig in order to try mm. and say, oh, you said something wrong then or whatever, mm. in a time, back when the time when no one quite understood what this tool was going to present and how it was going to be. Yeah. With regards to fans airing their opinions online, whatever. Like, if you're a professional footballer or anybody in the public eye and you go and type your name <laughs> into that search bar yeah. with someone who has not added you, yeah. good luck. Yeah, Because no, when have you ever watched someone on TV hmm. or been somewhere and ever felt the need to put their name on your Twitter timeline? Yeah, it's interesting. And, and, and slew them. Because if, if you're going to do that... <laughs> You're not a person that I need to know. Yeah. No disrespect, yeah. but you're not a person that I need to know. And even for us... I don't care for your opinion. You going to look and search for your name in Twitter. You're just you wouldn't, for your ego to yeah. get destroyed, right? And, and it's a dangerous game because mm. you're going on there either... I don't know what you're getting on there to see. Well, when I've done it previously, way, 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 way back, <laughs> <laughs> it would be just to see like people that are saying nice things about yeah. you, right? And then you know the, you've one, had a good and the one negative thing that you see sticks with you yeah. and then it just... It gets in there. It's true. There could like, be like a hundred positive comments. That and, one thing. And if we walk down the street, there's going to be hundreds of people. But if every person I walk past, mm. I allowed them to share an opinion about me, I wouldn't pay any attention, would I? Really? Yeah. Or, or I might do, or it'd just be a strange thing to do yeah. for starters. <laughs> going, oh, what do you think of how I'm dressed? Today? You know, like, like, yeah. why should you? Uh, get, like, and again, to 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 fall back, maybe somewhat emotionally, like. What do you even do? Mm. Like, what's your job? Yeah. Are you any good at your job? <laughs> no, are you actually any good at your job? Because, because, because well, half of them are hiding behind fake advertising. Even football fans, are you even at the game? Yeah. 
you have a you have a you have loads of people that tweet that aren't even at the game mm. that are just looking to 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 shell and, and no problem you're a fan you're allowed to have an opinion no one's saying the fan's not allowed to have yeah. an opinion and if your opinion stretches as far as to having to say something negative about me cool like that's the mm. game that's 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 football everyone's gonna have an opinion and I'm comfortable with that but if you're a professional player or a TV personality or even whoever just don't put your name in that bar and then no one has to worry. Yeah. The social, the, the, the platforms need to do a better job of the stuff that we've obviously seen in the news with regards to racism and other things. In terms of as regards to mental health, it's not good. Everyone knows it's not good. Yeah. I mean, it's like the, the whole thing's messed up. Yeah. <laughs> do they still have like, um, like chaplains and stuff at most football clubs? Um, they, because they, they, they do. Are but they there it, for the mental and spiritual well-being I'm sure, of... I'm sure at some clubs, I've not, like I said, this is not to be... Um, this is not to be hypercritical of the ones that yeah. I've experienced, but they have had had little relevancy with regards to yeah. the dressing room, yeah. players, as far as I'm aware. Yeah, I may yeah. be wrong. Maybe someone's confiding. Yeah. But there's naturally, there's been, I think, and that's, it, that's not to blame them either. It's a tough gig. Mm. Um, it's a really t- real tough gig. It's, so f- it's felt like something and... that's just always been there because it's a traditional thing that the football club yeah. always done as opposed to actually having somebody there who's there for those things that you mentioned and then the young players that and I say it, it's, it's hard like, like even if you like I don't like I don't post any pictures of me playing football I'm not looking to not because I'm not proud or don't enjoy playing football mm. I'm not looking to attract any of that energy yeah. I don't want you to tell me how you think I've played <laughs> like do you know what I mean like not even when you score a, score a goal because no. you scored a few yeah but no no mm. like cool but I know if I score a goal it's having a positive yeah. impact <laughs> the fans are cheering <laughs> and it was good yeah <laughs> but yeah. I've scored goals in some of those games and I'm sure the, the response from Twitter might have been oh bigging me up but I've not actually played great in the game (laughs) you know what I mean but whatever but like I said so I'm not looking to try and attract any of that energy because I just know what a dangerous pill that is Mm. it's just a it's a dangerous thing to be playing with do you know what's really cool like when I hear you talk you seem like a man who doesn't let football define you regardless of what situation you're in regardless if you score a goal things are going well or if you're really struggling it just doesn't define you like how do you get to that point where you can have so much security in who you are a lot of pain (laughs) (laughs) yeah a lot of pain like i said like like i've drunk from that cup of looking at what people think of you Mm. um i've drunk from that cup in regards to being over critical of myself and regarding the things that define me as a person and don't get me wrong like if i look over my football career like forget the forget the um the uh, the faith or spiritual side of it like yeah i could have been better mm. part of me believes that i should have been better in certain instances um and i still have the capacity to be better yeah whether i apply the principles that i believe will do that between now and the end of the career is again fully my i'm taking full ownership for where i am you know yeah. and like, don't get me wrong I can't take full ownership because certain things break this way or that way. The break of a football, you could, it could be very different. But I think largely, like, I can see why I'm in the predicament I'm in or whatever. I'm not delusional in that sense. Um, but, but it's still, it's complicated, isn't it? Because it's I'm not just down to, like, a bad performance or you could have no. done better. There's people that I watch and I'm sure you watch... Mm, 
playing higher up in the leagues or whatever. And you think, well, I can do that. Yeah, with comparable well bit. Well, for the majority of footballers, you've either played with them or against them. For, yeah. uh, for uh, And uh, some of them, you know, and count as friends. And, mm. and, so even for me, at, when you were at MK Dons, I'd see you and Deli Ali in the same team and no one looked out of place. You looked completely fine together. Yeah, and it's I mean, just... yeah, it's, it's like, oh, let's talk about that. If we talk about that MK team, the... We did. We finished second in the division. We won a lot of games, and a lot of that. Pred, a lot of that success was, pred, success was predicated on such individuals as Delhi and yeah, Benikafobi and Will Grigg and Lewis Baker and, and players like that. Like they, hundred percent deserve um, the credit for being the the, the 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 implementers of being game changers with regards to that. But you can pluck players out of a if the team's good. Mm. Everybody looks good. <laughs> yeah. The team's bad. Yeah. Most people look bad. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. There's some people that are outliers in that sense and can 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 be like, you can be like, okay, no, he's still managing to perform at a really great level Regardless, despite yeah. of what's going on around. But largely you put people into good situations, just like jobs. Like mm. so everyone get their head around the fact that if you put someone in a good situation, yeah. they'll thrive. They, they'll thrive yeah. or they'll look good because they're, they're, Abilities will be supported yeah. by the ability of the whole group, yeah. you know. So that's the same thing. And and I said you could argue that you could be in a better situation, and this could happen, that could have happened. Um, but yeah, it's just come about from just allowing to to be matured by situations that you face, mm. like and emotions that you've run into, and situations I said um, that have come about, the things that you've been able to control, and the things that you haven't, and going okay. And also, I I said I've, I know that I was never a and would never, from an early stage, call myself um, a footballer who was a Christian. I was a yeah. Christian who played football, and I know yeah. that's probably trope kind of rhetoric, but it's the truth, really. Like the football, yeah. the football, I believe that God charges me to hold it loosely. Okay, in the same way that, without being too morbid, we should hold life really loosely. You know, mm. we're not tomorrow's not promised to any of us. So, with that same token, if he's ready to take it away from me and it's different, going to be yeah. different tomorrow, then it'll be different tomorrow. But I trust him more than I trust myself. So, mm. I'm ha- I, but saying that and living in that are two different things. And I guess I'm trying, uh, like as you are in, in in your life, to connect the two as much as I can. You know, so that. Uh, I'm not. I'm a bit closer towards the design of what this was actually for. Yeah. What do you want people to um, to get when when they look at you? Because I get <laughs> someone that's not just a footballer. God's using him to do amazing things. There's, he's not meant to be placed in a box of this is just what he does. But I don't know. The opportunities, the possibilities are, are endless. Are you using football as a bit of a I don't know, a bit of a hook so that you can use it as a platform to share a, a certain message or... Uh, not at all, really. Um, no, no. I, I mean, I, just, I mean, I think part of your reticence to ask me to do this was to kind of think, do you even want to do this? Of someone who's <laughs> yeah. always, I think, when you do anything where someone puts a microphone in front of you, you tow the party line and mm. um, give the politically correct answer mm. whilst trying to give a little bit, I guess, of somewhat of a personality. I've been able to speak about... <laughs> Struggling uh, on a personality a bit, but... Uh, yeah, so quite often. I'm, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm probably I'm probably in my head sounding super expressive <laughs> right now and then I'm going to listen later. It's going to be like a drone <laughs> throughout. No, you're doing all right, you're doing all right. Um, but, um, yeah, and connected with regards to, like, um, discussing sort of mental health topics, particularly when I was at Ipswich with different um, 
groups, whether it was like local colleges and universities and stuff yeah. like that. But I've never looked at my football to propel me to do anything. Okay. I'm just trying to play football and enjoy it. Yeah. Same way that the other endeavours that I spend my time doing or looking at, I don't want, I'm not looking them to propel me to do everything, anything. Like every, like, again, not to be just beating down everyone and social media, because <laughs> I love social media. It was, it's, it's great. It's great. Yeah. It offers great entertainment and connectivity, etc. But I ain't out here trying to give people advice. Yeah. Like, I, like, like, that's that's your job. Yeah. Like that's that's the position that you found yourself in. I don't want I don't mm. want people to don't don't follow me. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. like only follow and me. Yeah, your social media doesn't give off that impression. Like some people play the game. Like I follow quite a few footballers yeah. and you know, like, oh I didn't get the result we wanted, but next week we go again. Like yeah. you don't I'm, get I'm none not, of that. I'm not because because let's 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 be truthful. Like if we're doing if if we're trying to be truthful. Do those players mean those words? I would say yeah. what, what do you think? Do you think those players mean those words? I'm naturally a, a pessimist. So I would say that they're building a brand that eventually will go beyond football and it's important for them to maintain a presence online. So maybe not. I know footballers who will tweet that or Instagram that and genuinely struggle to sleep that night. And, and be have trouble going home and spending time like struggling to switch off. Yeah. I know others who will tweet that and being libertines by, <laughs> <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I mean? And by all, and, 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 and yeah. I've got, I've not got a problem with either, either. of those two individuals because yeah. you've got to live your life. You've mm. got to in, enjoy yourself. Like football cannot define you to the point at which you cannot do anything. My thing is just, just make your own assessment on yeah. what and whether you think that person genuinely means that or not. And who am I to tell someone that they don't mean yeah. it? Right. Or if who am I to even say that by going to Libertines that means you don't mean it? Yeah. Or doing something else or yeah. whatever, whatever, whatever. I'm just I just want to remain consistent mm. with regards to what I and I said I'm I'm not playing football then under the expectation that somebody who's watched me play or hasn't watched me play wants to know what my opinion was on it. <laughs> yeah. like, and that's fine. Like, yeah. fair enough. And like, don't get me wrong. Like some people, some footballers are doing an amazing job on, on there. And people that I, I'll tune into like their responses in terms mm. of what they say. Like someone like Vincent company for me, like pretty much like, I love watching yeah. what he has to say, whether that's via social media or his, but and he uses his platform in an incredible capacity. I guess I'm, uh, what about Vincent company particularly? Um, just because it's nuance. Okay. It's thought. Yeah. Um, just looking at some of his comments that he's made more recently with regards to racism in football, for a lot of people, they will try and look at the obviously immediate action that yeah. needs to be taken place. But he's more thought through than okay. that and understands that it's what's taking place at government bodies, mm. uh, football club ownership level. Yeah. That's really going to dictate what happens okay. with regards to not whether there's racist attitudes in the world because yeah, yeah. <laughs> clearly because yeah. there, there's been those from the very beginning mm. and there will continue to be um but how do we adopt strategies to really bring about proper change to protect players protect fans and protect the game even with like some there's some funny footballers like some people are funny on on social media like like, like we mentioned Dell but he's funny like he doesn't use it so much anymore for that but like, I remember yeah. you know he used to, he, he, I used to crack up reading stuff that he put on there so i'm just that's just not me yeah so i'm gonna give you a couple of scenarios okay number one is may june 2020 end of the season haven't managed to find a club what oh gosh i thought you were calling for me to have some <laughs> optimism here isaac 
Don't worry. I'm giving you another scenario after this. <laughs> what would you say to, to Jordan Spence? What would be your words to Jordan Spence? Um, well, I, I, like, I just like asking questions. So I'll ask him a question. I'd just be like, what have you been doing? Like, what have you done? Like, what have you done? And from his response, I'll know immediately as to how he himself is defining that time. Okay. You know? Sick. So what kind of stuff do you hope to do while you're in this space of having a bit more time in your hands, having your weekends back? Um, is there anything, have you got like a bit of a unemployed bucket, <laughs> bucket list? Well, two, 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 two things to answer there that I'm going to strongly reject. Um, first is being unemployed. Like some, like honestly, like genuinely, I've said that a few times to people and I've, I've, I felt a strong sense that it's just like, no, I'm always employed to do something, yeah. you know, like, I, like every one of everyone's favorite scriptures and psalms where it said god will give you the desires of your heart mm. but before that he tells you to do good and enjoy safe pasture yeah and i have that opportunity to do good mm. and to still enjoy safe pasture like the fact that i'm not playing football yeah hasn't made my has hasn't yeah sick. i still i'm, I'm, I'm still i'm yeah. still i'm still safe i'm still in where he wants me to be and his challenge to me is to do good so when i say the reason why i would ask a question is because if my response is oh in regards to vocational or things that have earned money or whatever Mm. it tells me where my mind's at in terms of what i've regarded as important Mm. um so i don't know what i want to do or what will happen i know i will because of naturally who i am i'll endeavor to do something that looks more like work whether it's paid or not Mm. i'll do it um but then also do it in order to remain optimistic and flexible so that when the phone does ring, that I'm able to take yeah. up an opportunity and be ready to take it as soon as it comes. So I guess that's kind of the answer to that. I don't know if that shuts down your second question. Oh, yeah. And the other yeah. one was bucket list. Um, Nay, my wife said this as well. Like, we don't believe in bucket lists. Mm. Like, we don't believe that one activity or one thing is going to have give me any opportunity to feel more fulfilled today interesting yeah today than any other Mm. and like it may seem like oh you're being so pedantic because (laughs) it's just the bucket list but no to my understanding i guess the bucket the bucket is to fill up right i don't know if that's why it's you refer to as bucket list we can google that we don't have save on (laughs) 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 Uh, find out why they say bucket list um (laughs) But do you get what I mean? Like, yeah. like no, there's not one. Act, jumping out of a plane isn't going to make me feel fulfilled. Hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. Like doing that and testing my nerve mm. and seeing if I like freak out or not. On a surface level, it's fine. On a but, surface level, yeah. it's fine. But like on a kind of like on a on a on a deeper level, I'm just like, no, I don't have a bucket list. Like, if life calls me to do something tomorrow, then hmm. Jamie. You know I mean? No, I definitely understand the sentiment. Second scenario. End of the season, May, June 2020, you found a club pretty soon after this interview. Things have gone well. You played every game, scored a few goals. Fans are loving you. What would you tell Jordan Spence? Um, well done. I tell him well done, first and foremost, because um, he would have had to have stuck through a period of time where it didn't look like that could be, would be the most likely circumstance. Um, and I tend to enjoy his summer. How do you pray when it comes to your work? Because I've spoken to a few people that are kind of having faith for someone to get healed, for example. Yeah. They might pray, like, God, I really pray that this that you heal my friend. Mm. 
it fits within your will like how do you, how do you well, it's, it's really it's really interesting you should ask that it's a question i've been asking myself for a little while because um a couple of years ago lost someone um who's it's like the first death mm. that for me i said probably really privileged in this regard that like 26 27 the bubble was burst yeah of like oh shoot someone who i really love really care for is no longer here yeah. anymore and the what i prayed for them to overcome it didn't overcome it mm. so how and i know having spoken to you about this um what do i pray for anymore because god if you're going to do what you're going to do anyway yeah is exactly there any, is there any point yeah and there's this book that i've been reading uh it's called the um ungrateful refugee and uh there's this uh young iranian girl who's a becomes a refugee and immigrant to the United States of America. But her mum finds a Christian faith in Iran and that's why they yeah. have to, they have to yeah. boot it. And one of the things that she said that really annoys her is that if anything good happens, it was always Jesus. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and I, I get that why I'm non-Christians or people with no faith, but they'd be like, you, you guys just big him up for anything. <laughs> like you're just praying for this person to survive. Yeah. They passed away and now you're praising him. Mm. But so with that, and like I, sh- I struggled with that for quite some time. And I think the conclusion that I kind of came to, like seeing the point of the other side, I, well, why do you pray if what's going to happen is going to happen anyway? Yeah. It's number one, like he, our God always wins. Mm-hmm. He always wins. Like sometimes we live too much in the cross, not the resurrection. Like yeah. he wins. Mm-hmm. Like you check out revelation and he wins. Mm-hmm. Like, he wins out all the time. Yeah. So get used to whatever circumstance happens and prevails. He's it's winning. Mean, yeah. He's doing it. But then the second question to that, that I always ask myself is like, but how does he win? And that's kind of the whole thing of revelation. You know, like mm. the, the hear, hear one thing, mm. but then behold, see a slain lamb. Yeah. Like he wins by sacrificing himself. Mm. So in the, in the economics of that, you kind of have two things where he does great. He always wins. Yeah. yeah. Like, and rightfully let's pray for something and thank him, whatever happens because, yeah, regardless. because, um, when, when we pray to him, he either answers yes, or he gives to us what we would ask for if we knew what he knew. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I have to get over the fact that sometimes that just feels like, oh, oh yeah, man, you always win. <laughs> but then I have to then look at it and go, well, the reason why that makes me feel, oh, oh man, is because he won by dying, you know, yeah. and sacrificing and, uh, and, going against what our current culture would suggest is mm-hmm. winning, you know? So with that approach, I still pray and ask for stuff. Yeah. Cause at the end of the day, it says that if, a if, a if a, a non heavenly father can give some good gifts, then what, do, more, more, do, more, yeah. what do you think can give us? Um, and still want to have that expectancy, but for a very long time, for quite some years after following that event that I spoke about, I lived in that space of, well, what's the point? Cause you're going to do whatever you're going to do anyway, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, and, um, it's complex. It's forever changing. Like my, I found a list that I wrote when I was like nine or 10, just things I wanted to, to do. They were like play professional football, play for England play this. Da, da. Uh, and the irony of it all is that most of those things probably ticked off that list. That's you know? crazy. But so I guess then the, the dichotomy is kind of like, well, should I just write a novelist <laughs> for the next 20 or has my faith matured enough <laughs> yeah. that I don't need him to answer yeah, a list yeah. of things. 
And like, yeah. And I said, I don't know if you're going to ask me this question, but one thing that does, that, that does bother me mm. and um, not that it doesn't bother me. It's probably not the way to put it. It's again, partly why maybe I do try and stay more low key most of the time on social media platforms, yeah. not to make this whole thing about social media. It's just because... I was looking at I was looking at my Instagram the other day and it just looks like I'm showing the best and hiding the rest. Right. Okay. It's not a great platform for yeah. showing your worst yeah, moments yeah. and your most stuff. And who wants to broadcast their worst stuff? Feed for the highlights. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like in that regard, I said this is this is all internal question that's kind of taking place. But it just does bother me the Christian footballer. Yeah way of being potentially on social media yeah, yeah, yeah and some get some do it really great and some don't and maybe i'm being hypercritical maybe i'm just trying to have an opinion when no one's asking for my <laughs> opinion you know but yeah. it's just like yeah because if we're doing it in regard to god just blesses us yeah based on a list capacity or what we pray for then Let's write each one of our names on a list compared to the division and we'll see which one God loves more and whose yeah. prayers are better. Do you know what I mean? Like it don't yeah. work like that. Yeah. Like the fact that I'm not playing football right now doesn't mm. mean that God loves me any less or anymore. Or that my prayer life's any better. Or that I'm any like like he doesn't give to us what just what we want, but what's best for us. Thanks for listening. If you want to hear more of my personal story, I've shared about my grief process musically. Hands Are Made For Working is the name of the album and it's available on all music platforms. If you've enjoyed listening to the podcast, you can support us by writing a review on iTunes, sharing the podcast with friends and family, and if you wish, making a donation on our Patreon page. It's patreon.com forward slash governor B. And be sure to subscribe, because I'll be back soon with another guest. Cheers.